0: Just after 9 o'clock, good morning, this is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM and coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindres Show, but the inspirational hour begins now
1: with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com and this is Bernie Radio.
0: This is Chrissy from Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Our mission is to provide your pet the latest in veterinary medical care in a compassionate, family-oriented setting. Our staff specializes in caring for your pet, from providing preventative care to diagnosing and treating an accident or illness. We are located at 150 Herfringe Boulevard, behind the Valero. Check us out at com or call 830-816-5123. We would love your pet to be a part of our family.
1: Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodAndOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay.
0: Now here's your host, Meg Greer.
1: Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodInOurDogs.com, hashtag GodInOurDogs on Instagram, and at GodInOurDogs on Facebook. And please remember to follow our page. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our vision on God and our dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the bond. On God and Our Dogs, we share stories, giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Stories give us aha moments, helping us see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, and you are listening to God and Our Dogs. Dr. Marissa Klein from our wonderful sponsor, Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital, is our guest today. Some adjectives that describe Dr. Klein are compassionate And helpful with a critical eye. And I'm so glad she has a critical eye because she can see what bullet needs. That bullet is my dog. Her dog would introduce her as this is Marissa and she's the lady in charge. (laughs) Welcome Dr. Marissa Klein. We are so happy to have you join us today. Well, thank you, Meg, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, and it's going to be fun to talk about your dogs, but what I want to learn about first is that you didn't always own dogs. You started out owning birds.
2: Yes, birds was my animal of choice, I guess, as growing up. I have pictures of birds all over the place, really loved them, and I thought at one point, eventually, yes, I was going to be a bird veterinarian. Really? Really? But I ended up not. I just ended up going into the uh, taking care of dogs and cats. Well, you had an interesting journey to get there, and we'll
1: talk about that in a few minutes after we learn a little bit about your current dog, Roxy. So how did Roxy come into your family?
2: She was a stray, like many people's dogs are. I was working at previous practice, and somebody brought Roxy into the clinic saying, hey, this dog's been wandering our neighborhood. There's no tag. We've put up signs. Nobody seems to is claiming her and there was no microchip we put out things flyers and nobody claimed her and I had actually we had recently lost two dogs and so it was perfect timing in fact I I didn't want to get my kids too excited about having another dog in the house. And so I said, oh, we're just, this is a a client of mine is moving to New York and she just wants us to take care of the dog until she gets settled. And that's how how she joined. I actually white lied to my kids because you never know.
1: Well, you don't. And it's it's really hard. I've talked to other people who've lost their dogs and it's really a traumatic thing to go through, Um, especially as a family. They're such a part of your family. And for kids...
2: That can be kind of a difficult situation, I bet. Very difficult. Obviously, with what I do, I see it every single day. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I see the just how distraught and sad and, and grief stricken they are, and so.
1: Well, Roxy blended into your family, okay? Was it an adjustment for her being a stray?
2: Well, the fact that she's a Labrador retriever, she had no problem adjusting to the couch, adjusting to the beds, (laughs) (laughs) wherever she wanted to go, you know, was perfectly fine. And, you know, adjusting to being bounced around on the trampoline or going down the slide, you know, playing basketball or fetch, swimming, whatever the kids... It did that's she was right there with it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: well do you have some fun memories of her other than jumping I can I can just kind of see that in my mind jumping on the
2: trampoline <laughs> well let's say she was bounced around she probably didn't actively jump on oh, it but okay. yeah she was bounced around on it by the kids so I mean I, I know with Labradors we always talk about how they have a bottomless stomach mm-hmm. um, and they're always into things and they'll eat anything and one time when my kids are probably between five and eight years old, four of us, or five of us actually, have gone out, came back one day, and we just happened to go into the kitchen and looked around the corner, and we had just decorated four gingerbread houses or each of my kids had, and two of them were missing. And, <laughs> oh, and of course, no. tears in, started flowing from the children whose Houses were gone, and all we had to do was look around the corner of the counter, and there was Roxy. Her head hung, and she just started to slink away into a different room. And and so, yes, that that always sticks because just, and that's what it was Roxy. Anytime she stole something off the counter, bread was her favorite. Anytime, all you had to do was look at her, and she would get the big eyes and, and hang her head down, and and she knew she was caught.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh
2: just like us. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. I don't think I ever
1: told you this because, you know, our Black Lab Belle died a number of years ago. Well, mm-hmm. Belle inspired God in our dogs. She used to team up with the cat and together they could tag team opening the pantry door. And we had come back from vacation and had a box of fudge to give as a gift. And it was up high on a shelf, but it wasn't high enough so when we saw what happened box of fudge was almost totally missing including the cardboard and also <laughs> next to that was a box of oatmeal that was also missing so she had eaten the oatmeal to counterbalance the fudge she was such a smart <laughs> such a smart lab labs are labs yes. are chow hounds for sure well
0: labs hopefully
1: are. your kids got over the trauma of their christmas gingerbread houses
2: being gone they did. And, and yeah, they easily got over it because there's always something else. That, yeah. So yeah. it was all good. But yeah, that that was Roxy. Yes, yeah, she just got along. She, you know, I think, too, just getting dressed up in princess outfits and <laughs> getting her nails painted. I mean, but yeah, that was her main purpose coming to us, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, it was the right time um, yeah. when she joined our family and she just fit in perfectly to, you know, the kids can play with her and, and she guarded them too. I mean, there were times where she would, stand on the driveway and if there was a service person coming up she wouldn't let him come up really and so she kind of i mean granted she'll lick you to death now probably i don't know she's not as much but yeah she she knew what her job was for our family mm-hmm. so. so protection food
1: bandit <laughs>
2: Yes. She just want to make sure that you know, they didn't get overloaded with sugar and well, drive that's, me crazy, maybe. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, you know.
1: What a helpful dog. Yes,
2: yes, very, so,
1: very. Yes, yes. Well, that's that's really fun. It makes me think about your birds. I mean, I know birds they can be good friends, probably. Yeah. But not quite the same kind of friend as a dog.
2: No, I mean, there are some out there. My had some cockatiels is what yeah. I had, and they're, they're more friendly than others, and they're pretty social birds, and so they were a lot of fun. Um, when I had them, so, and it's because of them, really, that's what got me into veterinary medicine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I do, granted, I know God was a part of it, too, yeah, I mean, yeah. if, if it wasn't for him, I definitely would not be here. Well, let's get to
1: that in a minute, but, yeah. but before we talk about how that all happened for you, because I mm-hmm. think it's an interesting story, I want to tell people about Cibolo mm-hmm. Creek Vet okay. Hospital, and it being dental month in February. Yes. Regular checkups and cleanings at Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital are a must for my dog, Bullet. Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital is like his trip to the dentist. They even have dental care products. Schedule a February appointment for your dog or cat's dental checkup and cleaning for a special price. To save on dental checkups and cleanings in February, call Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital, 150 Herfranch Road, behind the Valero, their number is 830-816-5123 or find them at Hospital.com. On God and Our Dogs, we have great sponsors. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a $100 Amazon gift card treat each month. Go to our website, godnardogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godinourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. This is Art Humphreys, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. This is Meg Greer, and we are back on God and Our Dogs with Dr. Marissa Klein with Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. We've been talking about her wonderful family dog, Roxy, and her birds. Dr. Klein, you've gotten to know so many different animals in your practice and dog owners. What overriding lesson do you see about dogs that we can learn about God?
2: I think over the years, um... With treating different kinds of dogs, I mean, it really comes down to what their purpose is for them. And it comes from God. I mean, God has a purpose for dogs, cats, other animals, obviously, um, that He created. Um, dogs have, uh, like our family dog and what she does for us, but there's obviously dogs with jobs, whether it's herding, whether it's military, it's king places. And so I think God has created them for a purpose, and that's kind of what I've seen, especially over the last few years. Dr. Klein, you said that um, in the last couple
1: of years, you've really seen that this purpose um, that dogs have uh, has really stuck out for you. What has happened in the last couple of years um, that made you feel that way?
2: Okay. Well, I think that a lot of people have relied on their pets, especially with COVID and you know, yes. to give them security, um, emotional support, and and so certainly i've seen that quite a bit and obviously i've even thought about myself too in that sometimes we're lost um we don't we need to rely on something and we need something to give us purpose and there's a lot of owners that they look to their pets for their purpose Mm -hmm. a lot of times their their reason to be is is their pet and so that's where I've seen it come, the la- especially the last few years.
1: Yeah, I can imagine as a veterinarian, that puts a lot of pressure on you and your staff. Sometimes people might have some expectations.
2: Yes, God performs a lot of miracles, but sometimes there's let down too. There is, unfortunately. Yeah, we do the best that we can, and but I know it's hard because of that emotional attachment that mm-hmm. people have with their pets, which yeah. is wonderful. I mean, it's it's. It's awesome to see that attachment that owners do have with their pets. And um, I mean, I work with rescue groups too and, and find new homes and I, mm-hmm. I get pictures of the new owners with their pets and it just brings tears to my eyes to see that. And again, yeah. that purpose that pet is bringing you know, on to that family, to, you know, I guess, filling whatever void or whatever need that they have that pet does provide. Mm-hmm. So,
1: mm-hmm. Well, speaking of purpose, we can obviously see a lot about God in that because I believe we're all created with a purpose and with gifts and so forth. Tell us a little bit about your journey. You alluded to that um, at the beginning. How did you end up as a
2: veterinarian? Obviously through through God, because of God, um, but I didn't realize it at the time. It's all hindsight's 2020. but I was not your typical veterinarian and wanting to, or I didn't have a lot of animals growing up um, that a lot of veterinarians did, and that's what drove them to become veterinarians. I started out in a completely different field. Um, I love science. I love biology, um, but it wasn't until a bird, one of my birds broke her wing and having her treated by a veterinarian that kind of planted a seed Uh and it, that just started a pathway to becoming a veterinarian, but it still took quite a few years before I felt confident enough or felt like it was what I needed to do or what I wanted to do in the end. So, but it was a journey to, uh, to get there.
1: It's interesting to talk to people about their, their life story because many times it's not a straight line is that a problem never
2: yeah it's definitely not a problem I mean I I thought a long time ago I was gonna get married and have kids and that was gonna be my life but no that's not the way it went and again it's as I look back you know I, I start out in Colorado and then Iowa Colorado Chicago San Antonio I mean it, I never ever dreamed I'd be living in Bernie Texas I expected to be back home in Colorado but I keep I'm just so blessed to be here and and the people that God put in my path and obviously what I get to do every day. Mm -hmm. It's just awesome. So, you know, it's interesting as
1: people get older and they want to change careers, so many times they think, oh, gosh, you know, that's all water under the bridge. But a lot of times it becomes like an, an endorsement. That you've really thought about this and you, you want to get involved.
2: Right. I mean, even my veterinary school class, went, I mean, I was I was leaving research. I mean, I did, I was a research technician for a long time and I had a classmate that was an engineer. I had a classmate who was a computer software engineer. I mean, there's a lot of people that it became their second career. I remember a gentleman was uh, helping his daughter do a, something for high school. I guess they're researching careers and he was military. and But a about to retire and she was looking at veterinary medicine and he goes, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And so he himself went to vet school. Oh, wow. And then How yeah. unexpected. I, exactly. You just never know or God does give us a purpose. It's, sometimes it's hard to see that and find that purpose for mm-hmm. what he wants you to do and how he wants you to be. But in the end, it's all glory to him in the end. and
1: oh, yeah. Well, how did you see God at work in that zigzag pathway? <laughs> I mean, people say, well, yeah, God led me.
2: So what did that look like for you? I certainly at the time, I wasn't going to church even. I, I was, you know, at the time living in Chicago and working as a research technician. And, you know, again, my bird broker wing and that kind of started me on a path to get involved in veterinary medicine and, and working at a, at a clinic. But it was never like I sat down and prayed and like, dear God, what do you want me to be? What do you want me to do? God was not a part of that conversation at all. And so really as As I've gone through this profession over the last 18 years, sometimes I've questioned. But then when I look back and see how I got to here, I mean, there's just no way it could have been without God's intervention or or somehow he opened the doors for me to get where I'm at. I mean, and that's, I guess, how I look at it. I mean, again, each person that was put in my place or in that path, everybody had a part in that. And it just door after door after door opened. And Mm -hmm. I know that's not how everything always works for people sometimes those doors are closed and it does take a lot more effort to open them and find out that yes that actually was also supposed to be the way well uh, maybe that's
1: part of the journey yeah. you know maybe uh, there's something that some kind of preparation they needed in advance mm-hmm. before that door could open right or the right it's, place needed
2: to be it's readied God. for them yeah it's god's timing yeah yeah <laughs> isn't sure.
1: that isn't that the truth i don't think we spend a lot of time or as much time remembering
2: sometimes we can be
1: pretty critical with ourselves and remembering is important isn't it
2: it is and again there's many times where i've felt like am i really doing the right thing am i in the right place but again looking back over it i can see where no god really has me where i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and i need to trust to him for that and that that is my purpose but again it's i'm living my profession my what i'm doing it's for his glory in the end too
1: right So what advice would you give our listeners about finding their purpose, pursuing their purpose?
2: It really comes down to praying. Um, And now, again, hindsight, now I know what I should do. And this is what I do every day now is I do pray, you know, for whatever my purpose is for that day. So it can be for whatever it is. So what is my purpose for the day? What is what is God's purpose for me? And praying um, and spending time in the word, because sometimes it's revealed through that. And and that's really having that developing that relationship with God and trusting in him and recognizing that and it even says you are created and he is giving you the gifts um, in advance because he knows what he has in store for you mm-hmm. he he knows and just having you know trusting in that mm-hmm. and it, it sounds so I don't know it's not tangible you can't right. touch that you just have to have that faith um mm-hmm. in that he has you mm-hmm. and uh he knows what, what good he has in store for you Mm -hmm. when you lived according to his purpose and not our own. Yeah. And
1: sometimes I think we forget that prayer is a conversation and you know what they say, it's kind of trite, but God gave you one mouth and two ears. So um, are we listening to what God might be telling us? And are we being sensitive to that? And it's so easy to kind of have in your mind what you think the outcome should be. But so
2: many times God has a surprise in store for us, doesn't he? He does. And that that is definitely in there about being slow to speak, you know, being quick to listen. Slow, and uh, we don't listen enough for sure. Mm-hmm. I catch myself even with my clients, I want to jump in and I'm like, nope, nope, I got to just stop and let them, let
0: mm-hmm. them talk.
2: And so, no, it's, it's very important to listen to what God is saying. And it's hard. It's not like, you know, like there's people in the Bible where he's like, hey, Moses, you're going to go do this or you're going to do that. I mean, I don't feel like I get that direct connection. I really have to sit there and be quiet about it and intentional about it and, and really listen for that. But it's hard mm-hmm. to trust it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to trust that. Yeah. But you can get confirmations
1: if you start through that door and things seem to flow well,
2: that maybe is part of that confirmation, isn't it? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot of ways you can get that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like being accepted to vet school, I wouldn't say easily because it was a long path to get there, but for them to know that you were serious and mature and able to handle subject matter, um, you know, that's a confirmation well, you know, time goes quickly when we talk about God and dogs. <laughs> yes. And I'd love for you to tell our listeners what makes Siblo Creek Vet Hospital so special. I think
2: it's a special place. It is a special place. I've been there now eight years, and I feel all of us there truly care about each pet that comes through the door and the parent that's with that pet. Um, we just want to do what is the absolute best to help that pet live as long and healthy of a life as possible. And on the other side, we want to help when the time has come for us to say goodbye and trying to help in that transition as well. But I think overall, it's, it's I think, how we, we care. Mm-hmm. And I know we're not perfect, but nobody is. But I feel every day, everybody comes to work with an attitude of wanting to help. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes so. all the difference.
1: It does. Dr. Klein, would you tell us again how we can find... Sibylow Creek Vet Hospital.
2: So we are located at 150 Herf Ranch Road behind the Valero Station, east side of Bernie. Our phone number is 830 816 5123. And you can also go to our website at Sibylow Creek we would love to have you be a part of our family. Well,
1: Dr. Marissa Klein with Sibylow Creek Vet Hospital, I so appreciate you being with us today and sharing your insights into purpose. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. I
2: really appreciate that's it. Great.
1: Well, before we um, depart today, I'd like to close with a thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Like Roxy, all our dogs have a purpose in our lives. Both of my dogs have a purpose. One is a puppy who boldly explores her world and is destined to become a great swimming retriever if we give her the proper training. Our other dog, a Border Collie Mix, Rescue, has many fears developed as a very young puppy. I would love for him to overcome his fears because he has a talent for using his nose. I think he would even be great as a search and rescue dog, but unfortunately, he's just too nervous to even ride in the truck. My thought to ponder is this, what fears do I need to work with with God? in order to overcome them so I can fully use my gifts that he has given me and become the person that God created me to be. Let me know what you learn after pondering. Email stories at com. This is Meg Greer and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site, If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at GodInOurDogs.com. Follow us on Instagram at hashtag GodInOurDogs or on Facebook. Please join me again next week for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective, God and Our Dogs. And our dogs.com.
0: This is Chrissy from Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Our mission is to provide your pet the latest in veterinary medical care in a compassionate, family-oriented setting. Our staff specializes in caring for your pet from providing preventative care to diagnosing and treating an accident or illness. We are located at 150 Herfringe Boulevard behind the Valero check us out at creekvethospital.com or call 830-816-5123. We would love your pet to be a part of our family.